0: What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. You know where you're at. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew, the True Players Podcast. We are reacting to the blockbuster trade or trade, I guess, yesterday with Westbrook. So now, in true Laker fashion, uh, they just go after the, the the hottest, most available player they could possibly get. They get Russell Westbrook. They trade, but they give Trez Kuzma a pick, KCP, pretty much you know, 35% of your team for Russell. And now we got the Brow, Braun and Brody. We got the triple breeze in Hollywood. Um, And, you know, since you're the resident Laker fan, man, I'm not a huge fan of this. And this isn't me being Clipper hate. Like, yo, you got Russell Westbrook. It sounds extremely fun. It sounds extremely sexy, but I don't know if that was the guy you should have gotten, Drew.
1: Well, it, you know, I think I, I think I'm going to take this kind of two ways mm-hmm. uh, because uh, the Lakers again get a huge name, right? And of so course, I think if I if I just come in here with all negative talk, it's going to be kind of like the, uh, an asshole complaining that he has you know this new Porsche when he wanted a fucking Ferrari or something like that. Like it sounds like I'm a dick for complaining about this, but I am going to complain. But I'm going to start with the positives here. Okay, when the deal was happening, I had the same reaction that you did. We were hearing simultaneously Westbrook is coming or healed is coming. And I was firmly in the grounds of wanting Buddy healed and and maybe, you know, maybe keeping Kuzma or Trez or Case, keeping one of the three that we had to give up for Westbrook. Now, that was my initial reaction. But the positives here, I'm going to start with the positives, right? It's Russell fucking Westbrook. Bingo. That's a that's a nice positive right there. <laughs> right, right. He's an MVP, He, Mr. Triple-Double. Uh, he plays really hard. And I do think this is a very positive thing for the Lakers regular season. Uh, Russillo said this already, so I'm, I'm not going to act like this. I'm the first one to say it. But I did think that on my own <laughs> without listening to him. Uh, But I do think this is also really good for LeBron and Anthony Davis injury insurance. Uh, Those two things are are correct. It's big. He's going to play really hard for us. And I think that's important because we have a a, a team that doesn't necessarily have a bunch of guys who play hard 100 percent of the time. Uh, Now, we'll see if that translates to defense. We know Russ doesn't always play 100 percent of defense, but I think he's going to do just fine in the regular season for us. We're going to be able to hopefully rest LeBron a little bit more during this regular season. Same thing with Anthony Davis. And of course, if one of those guys goes down with a long injury, boom, we got Brody and Bron or we got Brody and AD and we can still get through the season. uh, I think still being a pretty good team. The other positive (laughs) that I'm going to go with is that as a fan of any basketball organization, I think every fan wants their, their GM and, you know, their, their owners to be actively looking to try and get better and try and be more competitive to try and win a championship. And I, I, even though I don't necessarily like this move uh, I have to commend the Lakers for, for swinging for the fucking fences, man, that's what we do. And I think that's what you have to do to, to stay competitive in a league where, you know, stars are hopping all over the place and you know, each each year there's new competitors on the rise. So I want to I want to commend the organization for taking a fucking swing for the fences. Hopefully this is a grand slam and hopefully we walk away with the
0: title. I, I don't think they I don't think they had to swing for the fences, though, Drew. I mean, Westbrook said he wants to come back home. So basically, I, I think once again, like, I just think the Lakers gave up too much. I really do. But I, in order to make that money work, like, look, Russ is at 44 million. Bronze at 41 million. AD's at 35 million. Russ is going to get 47 next year, Braun 44 next year, AD 37 next year. The cap's at 112, right? The cap is 112. It's 120 million just for those three. So it's a huge move. Like, yes, if you can get Russell Westbrook, get Russell Westbrook, right? And I also think Washington came out really well, too, on this, right?
1: Yeah. I, yes. I, yeah. It's always, always helpful that stars want to come to the Lakers, right? That's, that's great. And obviously the, you know, Russ is a LA guy, right? UCLA born and raised in SoCal. Like I get it. He wants to be back home. I, I also, I want to commend Russ. Like I, I have been a fan of Russ. We'll see how long that lasts for me this year. If he's, if he's doing things that frustrate us, you know, with his typical way of playing. Uh, But as far as giving up a lot, I mean,
0: I guess that was a lot. I don't I don't think so. Like, You don't have – okay, the one thing that wasn't addressed was shooting, right? You've had an issue with the shooting. You didn't get a shooter. You got a worse shooter, uh, actually, if you guys are looking to hit three, three bombs. The negatives of this is you didn't get a shooter, and you, now you have two super alphas on the squad, which is – and they're homies, I get it. But Russ has been homies with a lot of good superstars that don't work out too well. So uh, I don't know, Drew. I don't know. Well, so I said, I'm going to go two
1: ways. Here's here's the negative side. Oh. And you touched on it, right? We traded our best shooter <laughs> in this trade. Last year, we were 21st in the NBA in three-point percentage. That's not good. Mm-hmm. That is not good. And you're right. Uh, not only did we trade our number one shooter in KCP, who was a 41% three-point free uh, three point shooter last year. Uh, we traded away the only two other guys really other than Marcus Tall that are in contract with us. It's pretty crazy. Like so the roster for the Lakers, I was looking at this earlier. <laughs> it, we are bare bones right now. Right. So so the, the negative side of things is now we're we're handcuffed. You already mentioned the cap room that or the lack of cap room that we have now. I do think it's, it's probably just going to end up being the Lakers paying a huge tax bill at the end of the year because we're still going to have to put nine other fucking players in jerseys. It's crazy. So I'm just going to go through the roster like of players that we don't have or are free agents. KCP gone in the trade. Alex Cruz, so free agent. Andre Drummond, free agent. Marcus Saul, we have a one year deal with for nice money, two and a half million. So I expect him to be on the team. Uh, Harrell traded. Taylor Horton Tucker, still under contract. Uh, Kuzma traded Wesley Matthews free agent Ben McLemore free agent Mark uh, Markeith Morris free agent Dennis Schroeder free agent so it, the amount of space that we have on this roster is insane and so look I'm not gonna say we don't have shooters because we don't have anything right now we have we have five guys you got three, three superstars. superstars the shooters as as a lot of Laker fans have already said the shooters are coming right the shooters are coming okay that's great to say yeah who is it I'm Give me exactly. who, who are the shooters that we can get on $500,000?
0: <laughs>
1: right. Uh, so who knows? Maybe we're maybe, you know, Jeannie bus is just saying, fuck it. I want to win a championship this year and I don't care how much it costs. And we're just going to get taxed up the, up the wazoo. And we're going to try and get, uh, you know, seven more players that are making five to 15 million. I mean, that's, that's just the bottom line here is, is I, the math doesn't work. But more than that, if we do not get shooters, the spacing on this offense is going to be horrific, disgusting. It's going to be zero. It's just cloggy. McClaw- we need plumbers. We like it's, it's, it'll be terrible. Right? So I just, my hope now, and, and that was the negative side, right? Okay. We're, we're over it. Oh, the, the the other side is that Westbrook's a ball hog. Uh, who's going to be handling the ball, LeBron or Westbrook. Obviously we have no fucking idea. Uh, our buddy Matt chimed in and said, "Oh, the, the Westbrook AD pick and roll is going to be great." And I've said, "Well, LeBron's just going to be standing in the corner." All of that still has to be worked out. That's all negative stuff. And, but it's a positive because those three guys are amazing, and we still have potential to sign a couple shooters. I don't know who they are. I don't know who they are. Uh, we apparently we I think we signed Mac McClung as an undrafted. I wanted to
0: talk about that later, though. You got so, back,
1: so perhaps it's it's it, Mac Attack is the only other guy that's under contract. So apparently he's going to get a lot of corner threes uh, if he's on the court. So we need we need a, another point guard. We need a lot of wings. We need more depth at center. We need a lot of stuff. So I just – I don't want to grade this trade uh, for the Lakers yet until all those pieces are in play. And it may take a couple months for that to all happen. But once everyone's organized in the Lakers roster, then we can take a look and go, did it make sense? Does this roster now with this team that we have with all these new fucking players – uh, does this, you know, work on the court? And then that's when we can judge it. But I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not unhappy. I'm not fucking stoked. I really, I would have been stoked
0: if we got Buddy Healed for Kuzma. Which and, is weird. Which is weird saying that, right? Like I'd rather have Buddy Healed than Russell Westbrook. Like it's weird when when that comes out of your mouth, right? But when you have to address like what you need is shooters, right? And it's funny in our group in our group te- text with you, Drew, or excuse me, me and your text. You're like, can we? Can I just get one shooter? For once, can we just have one guy that could actually shoot the ball? The other thing, Drew, is now, like, there's no excuse for for AD not to be playing the five. Like, you have to be at the five spot now. It's the only way this shit's going to work. Um, and no, maybe- he's still going to be like, we got Gasol. I,
1: I, I We don't need me at the five. We're going, We're Gasol's in the five. He's going to be our stretch five. I will say this. Mm-hmm. I would love Kelly Alinek on this roster. I would love a, something like that. Somewhere, if it's a big, I mean, again, shooters, (laughs) all I want is a fucking chair. I don't care what size they are. I want somebody who could shoot a three, but a Linux would be ideal for us. Uh, you know Bobby Portis is a free agent. let's throw some fucking if we're throwing money he's a, he did great for the bucks he would love to come in and step into he a – He wants ball. to get
0: paid though he said he wants to get paid and he deserves to get the payday I feel you on that I would well, love My, my point is, is like if we're throwing this
1: much money around we're gonna have to throw a little bit more so if we're gonna throw let's throw seven million at Bobby for for two years and see what's up um, but I just I, I would love to, to see the roster I'm excited to see what happens but I think we it, it's a bit of a problem where it is right now. But who knows? Uh we we have three of the best players. We have three all stars, three of the best players in the in the league. I still think Brooklyn's big three is better than ours, considering, you know, the three players that are involved. Uh but I think we're we're gonna be real competitive during the regular season. And if we have shooters in the playoffs, the spacing should work enough. That's what I'm gonna go with.
0: Well you have three Hall of Famers, dude. That's what you have is three yeah. Hall of Famers like on the floor. And again, like Braun had to probably sign off on this. Like, yeah, if we can get Brody, let's, I want Brody. So if LeBron sees it working, then it probably will work. But you know, if history repeats itself, it didn't work with James Harden. It didn't work with Kevin Durant. It didn't work with Bradley Beal. How is it going to work with LeBron? And, you know, again, I, and we, we say this all the time, you know, there's not enough basketballs on the court and that's true. Right. But LeBron's always going to want to be the dude, right. The guy. And, You know, John, douchebag John and I were talking yesterday about it. And it's like, there's going to be a few moments, instances during the season where Westbrook is going to take a dumbass game winner, right? When it's like that LeBron needs to be, needs to be taking these shots. So I think you're going to have a lot of highs and also a lot of frustration with him as well. Um, You know, I don't know, but it's still Russell Westbrook, dude. So I'm congratulating you. I like it. I want to see how it works out, though. I'm not hating it all. Cause the Clippers did zero moves, which is okay.
1: Yeah. I, and again, like there's going to be the immediate reaction. I think for most people that are huge basketball fans are, I don't know how this is going to work. Okay. That's, that's just the immediate reaction. And I okay. think that's a fair reaction right. because we don't, and it's not proven. And and like you said, this is, this Russ, Russ is on another team now, right? <laughs> Houston, Washington, LA, three years in a row. And it's like, fuck. Okay. Uh, you know maybe maybe something is going a little wrong with Russ but I look at the the competitiveness that he brought to the Wizards at the back end of this last Uh season gives me all the strength and hope that he's going to bring that same kind of mentality and you know and then also fit in with Braun and know where he is with AD and and my hope is is that they are it's not some sort of I'm supposed to be the alpha tonight then you can be the alpha later I, I don't want any of that I just want it to be copacetic but uh, you know again we'll we'll see how that happens because Russ is turning through turning and burning through
0: superstars for real well think about it James Harden Kevin Durant LeBron James George. I mean George Paul George Bradley Beal you've played with some pretty damn good players man and it just he played with Melo too like this is just I don't know I don't know what to think about it and then there's a part of me that obviously I'm going even upset. mention Kevin Durant <laughs> did, did I not say Kevin Durant you didn't say
1: Kevin Durant I forgot about him yeah
0: Um, I mean, you can tell that that Adam Silver is probably creaming his pants, though, like, yo, if we can get Lakers Nets finals, that's all I want. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: something that we that we talked about
1: off the podcast was the ratings for this last finals was, you know, it was better than 2020, which is good. The Mm -hmm. bubble, the bubble, a lot of people missed out. Uh, on the October NBA Finals, uh, but the, uh, the the ratings for this year were better than that, but worse than 2019. Uh-huh. Of course, there's small small market teams. That whole that whole thing gets into it. A lot of injuries. You so, know that Phoenix is the. But I do think. Hold on, let me finish that because if the if if the Lakers and the Nets are in the finals and the ratings are still down, then I don't know. You know that that'll be a big thing for for the NBA. But I do think that would be a huge. uh uh, attraction to any 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 casual
0: sports fan yeah but can we stop calling phoenix a small market because they're the fifth most populated city in the united states so they cannot be a small market team in the fifth most populated city so um i think mac McClung, though who i love i love that the lakers got him i think he only signed to the summer league team though i think that's what he got signed to i think so and I'm going to get to see him. Uh, I'm going to get to see him in Vegas, which I'm obviously he'll be playing there in Vegas. So that'll be interesting. Um, as far as the draft went last night, it went one through five went exactly how Matt Babcock said was going to go, right? Um, and then it kind of got a little mixed up. What were some surprises for you? Well, I, I mean, I think the big
1: surprise for everybody was that Primo pick at at twelve. The reaction, the reaction to to Josh to the Spurs taking Josh Primo above, uh, over all these other guys that were presumed to be <laughs> significantly better, uh, I, and I and the reactions regarding his pick, I thought were pretty priceless. Like no, none of the analysts on ESPN want to be like, "What a fucking terrible pick," right? Because the kids you know, there. <laughs> right. right in front of your face. Yeah, he just got his name called and he's super pumped and he's, he went 12th, he went higher than than he thought he was going to go. And so nobody wants to be like, well, this was a fucking mistake, but it seems like it might have been. Um, honestly, to me, I, I am surprised about, like, I know we talked with with Babcock about Scotty Barnes. I thought Jalen Suggs was a shoe-in for that Toronto pick. I mean, mm-hmm. I get it, right? Like they, they think they already have Van Vliet as their point guard, so they don't necessarily need Jalen Suggs there, but I just thought he, for, from a mentality standpoint uh, and from a, you know, from a physicality standpoint, from a fit offensive, like they already know how to play with two smaller guards. Uh, I thought that was a, that was an interesting decision, Uh, but I'm not going to ever doubt Masai. I mean, he's been, he's been nailing these draft picks for a while now. Um, The, the one that surprised me, I think outside of the uh, Jalen Suggs falling to Orlando. And then shout out to Orlando, by the way. Like, that's fantastic. Getting him is fantastic. And then, look, they have a lot of guards. Uh, they, they, you know, it's a good problem to have for them right now. They, they you have got a the, couple old. of them, see which ones stick. And uh, I, I think Suggs and uh, and cool. Wagner for them are great. The Josh Giddy going six was surprising, I think. I mean, it's pretty clear that Sam Presti is just trying to go for an uh, international all-star team. He wants the whole – they're doing like world – games now right poku, bro do do poku US for the for the uh, yeah for the rook for the rookie uh, tournament don't they do like us versus the world and mm-hmm. he wants his whole team to
0: just be the world that's what he wants well um, this the- is, is sga canadian i think he's canadian he so is canadian he okay and yeah, then you got canadian. poku and then you got poku my guy and they got
1: and then they got josh giddy i was just surprised that he went that high and i, I he's a big question mark uh, i appreciate babcock breaking him down a little bit but I think that kid could be interesting. I was surprised that he went there. And then the Warriors drafting Kaminga to me, you know, didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um they just they just really didn't click with the last kind of project player in Wiseman last year, kind of flamed out pretty, pretty dr- drastically towards the end. Uh and then Kaminga to me is a very similar unfinished product versus like I thought that they were if I was them, I would have taken Wagner at seven instead of Kaminga and then who knows, you know, maybe Kaminga is there for 14 or if he's there at 10 and you want to switch, you mm-hmm. know, draft, you know, trade up 14 and something for, for the 11th or 12th pick. I, maybe you do that, but I, uh, I don't think Kaminga is going to play a lot this year. And I think that's crazy for the Warriors to have this high draft pick and it go to some guy who probably won't play that often, but then, you know, their 14th pick, they get Moody, who's should be more ready to play as, mm-hmm. but it was, it's, you know, it Hopefully his career doesn't get off to the start that it did with with Perkins trying to name him.
0: I can't stop laughing at it, dude. It makes me laugh so hard.
1: I thought my television was glitching. I thought it. My television was skipping when he was my, doing that.
0: It's Moses Mookie Moody It was so <laughs> bad, and it's on our page right now. And I just think it, every time I watch it, you know, the, you have those memes that you go back to that just always. What's that one you like? You like the one the, the dude that impersonates Cardi B, right? Like you like that one?
1: Oh yeah, that guy Blake something. Blake,
0: oh, my God, when he. Blake Weber. Covers.
1: When he does the voiceovers for Cardi B, I have those from like three years ago saved in my Instagram. I watch those when I'm sad.
0: Hey, well, two things really quick. I definitely thought that Golden State was going to make a trade last night. I thought that was going to happen. That did not happen. And then to go back to your Scotty Barnes thing, uh, our Dishes and Dimes girls were doing a live. We're doing a live like uh, draft whatever, and they definitely thought subs was coming to the Raptors and they were not happy. They were definitely not happy from what I saw. So that's funny. obviously the, the Raptors saw something in him that they didn't want Jalen Suggs. So whatever, uh, the Clippers traded up. We traded, uh, from the 25th to the 21st pick. We got Keon Johnson who, uh, you know, not the best shooter in the world. He's athletic as hell. He's got a 48 inch vert, which is pretty impressive. Highest recorded, right? Didn't he break the record? Yeah, he did that. And, uh, and we've done really well with our with our draft picks. I guess we haven't done really well, but we did – we scored on Terrence Mann at least. So uh, I'm okay with it. And, again, I'll get to be able to see him at Summer League. We'll see how that works out. But um, there also was a
1: couple trades, Drew. Our guy Sengun fell a little bit. He did. Sengun, uh, the- uh, according to the, the broadcast last night. Okay. Uh, but he's going to the Rockets with a trade for for OKC, which was I think that was interesting,
0: dude. Garuba's my guy, dude.
1: Garuba, Jamaica, Jamaica. <laughs> oh that's it, that's it, right? They should play that every time he dunks.
0: <laughs> Garuba, well, dude, yeah. I saw him, I saw him play one game for Spain, and I'm like, I want that dude on my team. Like, yo, his motor is insane, and I didn't even know he was in the draft, and then he just pops up and the rockets got him and i think they're going to get a steal with him dude i liked him a lot i was telling uh, my boy leon about it i'm like yo i want him on the clippers
1: yeah i think from everything that we've heard about him he seems pretty legit mm-hmm. <laughs> ready to go i think though so i guess you know if we're going to do this like kind of winners and losers i think cade's going to be great just a kind of quick quick overall topic we never really talked about the top prospects that much with babcock because we assume everyone listening to us already knows who Cade Cunningham is. Right. Uh but I think Cade in Detroit and especially the way that, that he seems to be really excited to go. Uh that's pretty that's pretty awesome for that franchise who hasn't had a like a kind of really exciting
0: draft pick. Yeah, ever. but think about it Drew, think about it. Like if you you got Cade Cunningham, you got Killian Hayes, you got Isaiah Stewart, uh they got it, they got a number, no, Jeremy Grant in there. I mean, they got some young talent. Um yeah. Sadiq Bey, sorry, forgot about him. Sadiq mm-hmm.
1: Bays in there. I think Cade can really do something there. I'm 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 pretty excited to see them, you know, have hope and actually play to win. I, that it's been a while since they've they actually went out in a season and gone like, hey, let's see how, how many wins we can get. I mean, I, they had that a couple of years with Blake, um, and but it's been at least a couple of years now since they've they've actually tried to get into the playoffs. And I think with this team, it, it could be quite exciting. Uh, and I hope Cade, you know, has a has a really solid first year there, and and that they can grow and develop a little bit. Um, happy that Jalen Green went to the Rockets. I think the Rockets did a good job. We just talked about some of their other stuff. And then Mobley going to the Cavs, I thought that was interesting. Like the Jared Allen thing, they want to do the Twin Towers. Um, And right before that, Rubio made his way to the Cavs, which uh, you you thought meant that
0: Sexton's probably going to be on his way out, right? Well, that's the only way it works. Like, well, how how else does this work? Like, I think the team has been over Sexton for whatever reason. I know he had the beef with the the older guys in the beginning, and then I don't know, man. I, I know our boy Spencer Davies could probably tell us more about Cleveland, but I just think that means he's on the way out. First of all, Rubio's at seventeen million a year, and I don't think. Rubio's ever been a, like a needle pusher for me I, I I like Ricky Rubio he's still young he can bring value he finally got better at shooting as he got older but I just I really didn't like it why not go with your young bull in in Sexton and just see see what happens well I mean that still remains to be seen we don't
1: know but it, I do think having Spencer on after a Sexton trade makes a lot of sense because then he can help us clear up who's who's even on the roster how many guards do they have how many centers? Do they have any wings? I don't know mm-hmm. if they have a wing. It's just like a bunch of power forwards and centers and, and then point guards. Uh, but I think Mobley is going to be great. I, I mm-hmm. Those th- first three picks, I think, are going to turn out really solid for these teams. At least they all have the, a real potential to be kind of longer-lasting players on their team. You know, Maybe a decade or so on their team. If everything goes according to plan for these guys, there's no reason why these teams would want to get rid of them or why they would want to leave on the course uh, unless they're still – shit all three but uh anyway i think orlando to me i think i won this draft i think they did a great job i think they got a lot better i think they they replaced fournier with uh, like this i don't know same like it seems like the same guy F- franz wagner seems like an exact replica of fournier right. <laughs> they lose fournier and then they uh they did a great job i think that's a team that i'm excited about to see them on the court too was there any other takeaways that you had from 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 the draft any any surprises? You guys only had one draft pick, right? And the Lakers didn't. No, but
0: we ended up getting uh, – we got two more dudes. We got uh, Boston. We got the kid Boston, and then we got – From Kentucky? Yeah, we got Brandon Boston, and then we got the kid from Ohio. Like uh, Lamello 2.0. Oh, Jason Boston. Preston? Preston,
1: yeah. We got him. That guy's good. I All those guys are going to struggle to make your team, I think. But
0: I, we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. I think we're just having – uh, point guard assurance just in case like guard assurance in case we lose we lose reggie i mean again our focus is we got to we got to sign Kawhi, figure out that deal and then we got to figure out the point guard position are we going to it's kind of the same thing that i was going through with montrez when i thought we were going to have to pay trez coming out of the bubble like if he's at once 17 18 million i don't think he's worth that and I, as much as i want to keep him but Reggie deserves a payday too. But then does Reggie, does, do we pay Reggie $20 million? Like is Reggie uh, Jackson worth $20 million? I think uh, I was having this conversation this morning. I, you know, Reggie loves this, loves the team, loves Paul George, their best friends, his best opportunity to shine is with this team, but you also got to get paid. It's kind of the same shit that's going on with Bobby Portis. Like Bobby Portis turned down a lot of money to play in Milwaukee, but then, he's realizing his stock isn't going to be much higher than it is right now. Um, Like, do you take a pay? Do you keep taking pay cuts just to play on a really good team? Or do you go get paid? Because your window of of getting paid in this league is very, very small. And most people will tell you, go get that money. I mean, you got the chip already, so that's out of the way. Now you got to just go get paid. But yeah, I think uh, with the Clippers, we're going to have to figure out that. And I want to figure it out sooner than later.
1: So I mean, other than other than that, the only thing that I was a little surprised about was the the Memphis trade with the Pelicans
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, to to move up to the ten spot uh, or the eleven spot, whichever one it was. Ten, and, and then they drafted uh, Zaire Williams, which I thought that
0: was odd. You you yeah. like that for for Memphis? I didn't think that. I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't see him being in the top ten or the top four in the lottery at all, but what people don't understand too is like when these guys work out for teams, they're seeing something that we don't see, you know, like if they think, if they see something in Zaire that they really like, then take the kid. Like maybe his workout was really, really good. Like there was a reason why, you know, Kobe went 14th. It's because, or what, did he go 14th? 13. 13. you know, cause his workouts were great. And Jerry West said, you know, it was the best workout I've seen, you know, in a long time. So, Maybe his workout was just great, or maybe it, the personality test. Maybe he's like, yo, we need a guy like this in our locker room. So yeah, that's a, that was a little shocking, but the dude can play.
1: Yeah, I think he has all the, all like the physical tools. It just seems everything's a little rough still. But I, I don't know. I thought, I thought Duarte would have been perfect for the Grizzlies. He seems like a guy that just is like gritty already. He knows Dylan Brooks from Oregon. Where did he go in the draft? He went to uh, the Pacers at 13, which I thought was a great pick for them. If the Pacers didn't pick him, I think the Warriors would have taken him at 14. But the the bigger thing with the Zaire trade is that, you know, I thought they were trying to get Giddy, right? That's what Babcock was saying on the last one. Is like, we're moving up. Maybe Giddy falls to us, which to me kind of made some sense. An extra ball handling playmaker that they don't have a lot of, like, uh, shot creators outside of Jaw, right? They have guys that can go get buckets and stuff, but they don't necessarily have ones that can playmake for the rest of the team outside of Jaw, Morant. And so Giddy, all right, that makes sense. But he goes early. And then they're like, well, shit, now we got this 10th pick. And I guess we're going to take a flyer on Zaire. I definitely thought I would have, for, for them, I thought Duarte would have been uh, a, a really solid pick. But the more surprising thing is, I don't know, why why are they getting rid of Valanchunas? Valanchunas is fucking good. Great. and They're bringing on Bledsoe and they're bringing on Stephen Adams. And, uh, uh, you know, okay, Bledsoe backing up John Morant. Okay, sure. I like it. Okay, that mm-hmm. could be fine, uh, you know. But it, I just, I that to me was surprising. I thought Jonas was doing great for them, and I thought they also probably could have drafted better. I'm just talking about Memphis now. That keep Jonas and draft better or trade up for something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was a surprising move to me. I think it's great for the Pelicans, but then also now you're just trading Stephen Adams for Valanchunas. He can space it a little bit more, right? He has a little bit He's of a, job. a better center. He's a better center, but it's also the same problem. Like Zion's still going to have a problem. Jumping over whoever's guarding him plus Valanchunas in the paint. I don't know. I thought that was odd. Well, you think they should get a smaller guy? I don't know. I just think maybe maybe Valanchunas is not destined to stay in New Orleans. Maybe they're looking to flip him and, and move something else. I just thought it seems like to me both teams are like, well, let's just flop our weird problems that we don't have an
0: answer for. Well, the Pelican. I mean, I I think Stephen Adams has a bigger contract than Valanciunas. I, I if I if I did my due diligence, I probably would know that. But I think it's pretty close. Right? It? Stephen
1: got a hundred. I think Valanciunas is probably around the eighty mark, so it's mm-hmm. it's probably comparable. Mm-hmm. But I do. I'm happy that the Pelicans got off Bledsoe, and that hopefully means that Lonzo stays there. I hope they realize that they should keep Lonzo and have him throwing lobs to Zion more and and hitting catch and shoot threes. I mean, that's what
0: everybody's thinking. Chicago for for Lonzo, like just big the guy. New York, I don't think he wants to be there. But if I'm Lonzo, like, yo, this is a really good team for me to be on. Ingram and Zion. and If the three of them
1: can kind of be attached together Mm -hmm. and figure out, like, if if Ingram can go, all right, I get it. Like, some nights I'm going to get, you know, my 25, 30 shots. But other nights... Zion needs to be the one that's shooting, you know, 20, 25 times. If he can, if they can all get on the same page, those three guys, it's it's not hard to build around those three guys and fill in the spots with what you need. You know, three years down the road when they're all really kind of hitting their peak. Fuck, man, that could be fun. And I hope that, that I hope that happens for the Pelicans. That would be awesome.
0: I do too, but I think Lonzo wants his payday too. He's gonna to try to make some well, they should pay the man. I think right. they should pay him. Right. I think they
1: should. I think the Pelicans should pay him. And I don't think it has to be something, you know, astronomical. Uh, but we'll see how that all unfolds uh, unfolds. Uh, so other than that, the only other trade that happened was a long time ago during the playoffs, Kemba Walker, Al Horford, that wasn't that big of a deal, but it made me think about what we're going to have coming up. Are you done with the draft? Yeah. Okay. So it made me think about the, the decisions that some of these teams and players in particular have coming up. And these are the ones that are, I think the ones that we're going to be looking for throughout this, uh, this free agency period that's coming up here next week. The first one is Chris Paul, right? We've talked a lot about it. Will he stay or will he go? I have no fucking idea. I've heard twice now from two different uh, sources that he's going to not opt out unless there is an extension available to him. So it should mean that he's at least there for one more year, maybe beyond that. Who knows? Uh, but that's obviously the first one I think on the list. Of- and the Lakers are definitely out of
0: that now. Like, there's no Braun and CP. It's so funny. Laker fans are so funny. They're like, "All right, bring on Beal. Beal's on his way to L.A." I'm like, guys, look, no, no business in the world wants to be in the tax bracket. I get it. Lakers have the bread. Nobody likes to lose money, though. You know, you're paying a dollar seventy-five on the dollar for when you're going over on the tax. Just taking L's, and I understand how much a uh, of championship means i get it sometimes you have to go all in right but chris paul ain't coming to lakers anymore guys the brawn the brawn and cp thing just will not work or they have no more money
1: i think there's a chance that we flip westbrook for cp i'm still holding out for the flip it let's flip westbrook for cp
0: oh my god
1: um the other one to me the biggest one is damian lillard right there there's been kind of controversial back and forth. Uh, do I Does he say that he actually wants to go? And then he comes out and says, well, that, that hasn't been... He's being he
0: respectful, bro. He's being really pre- respectful not to piss anybody off. That's how I'm seeing it. Do you think he wants out? No, I really don't. And, I, you know, I don't. I think he wants help. I think he wants some more players. I think, you know, a guy like Dame Lillard, that should get you to want to come play in Portland. Like, yo, I want to play with that guy, right? And it's just not happening. <laughs> it's, or, or the front office isn't doing their job in trying to get the right guys there. It's so weird because it's okay. So do we get rid of CJ for Bradley Beal, right? Can, can Will that even work? And it's like, that's probably not what they need. Um, is it is it CJ and DeMar DeRozan? Like, no, that's probably, maybe, maybe that might be better. I think
1: they would, if DeMar is going to go there, which I think is an option and it should be an option for them, it should not be by subtracting anybody right they should just add DeMar DeRozan <laughs> right right <laughs> keep their team and then maybe we're a little bit better right and then you can have Covington be small ball four, or, or you know whatever you want Melo to play the four it doesn't matter but if they can keep uh, Nurkic CJ and Dame and they can add you know a DeMar DeRozan who was still very efficient last year by the way San Antonio no one gives a shit about anymore but he was still a very efficient scorer uh, and he shot, he shot close to 40% from three this year. Surprised. He didn't take a lot, but he shot a high percentage. That's a guy that I think could be really helpful for Portland,
0: but he's in this. he was kind of in the same boat as Westbrook. Like he wants to compete for a championship and he wants to be in LA. So there's only one other option now. And that's that. that's if the Clippers can pull it off. Not you.
1: Drew. Checkbook for the Lakers. Let's go to Rosen. That's the one guy. That's the guy. Let's just have that. We're, we're going to shoot no threes next year. We're going to have Anthony Davis is going to be our leading three point shooter. Uh, and gasol anyway so the it's the dame and the cj stuff those two guys i we still think there's going to be a lot of questions answered i I think it's nice for portland a little bit that dame is in tokyo and doing other things so that they they don't have to have this like pressing right on like right on the back of their necks uh but it will be as soon as he comes back i think all the questions are going to be asked Uh Uh, and i i expect i honestly unless a, a big free agent that is uh approved by Dame Lillard goes to Portland I think he might actually ask out which I didn't I didn't expect but it seems like that might be what happens but
0: then what value do you get back for Damian freaking Lillard dude like well then then
1: I mean so my next guy is Ben Simmons so then there's that whole thing right do does Philly throw Ben Simmons and a couple other things at Portland to say give us Dame we'll give you Simmons and
0: a lot and you know kind of a list of other stuff don't you love what Maury and all these GMs are just trying to get out of uh Ben Simmons they're like yeah we want oh no so the the Golden State trade was Wiseman um Wiggins four picks seven 14 and then like two other first rounders for Ben Simmons like did nobody watch the playoffs this year did nobody watch the playoffs and the Warriors are
1: like we're just gonna draft Kaminga how about that I think we'll do that instead
0: well, we'll do. look man the, again the money has to match on a lot of this and so that's what they're trying to do but I think, sorry, who were we talking about before we got on Ben Simmons?
1: We were talking about Damon C.J., and then it it led us to Ben Simmons. As a potential, like maybe those two teams trade some version of themselves for each other. We brought up the C.J. for Ben Simmons trade right after Philly got kicked out when Simmons' trade value was as low as possible. And now that we see what you just talked about, how much fucking Philly is asking for, it doesn't look like CJ is ever going to be accepted by Philly as an as a reasonable return for Simmons. So it does feel like if the trade's going to happen, it's got to be Dame plus Simmons and maybe a couple of things. But nobody's
0: going to do that. Portland's not going to do that. and I don't think Portland, I think Portland will do it if, if no
1: one else is there at the table. If no one else has anything better and Dame says, I want out, I think Portland will oblige and I do think it will be like if Miami doesn't at least throw their name in the fucking hat and go, okay, well, what do you want? If you, if you give us Dame what from us, if you don't like whatever the Sixers are offering, we have some shit here. Like, (laughs) like, let's, let's start talking. Uh, But you know, anyway, and the Knicks as well have been always, always in the background for Damien for a little while, which I think could be a lot of fun too. If you had, you know, I, I don't know how they would keep Julius Randle in a trade for Damian Lillard, but maybe somehow they have enough to to keep those two guys. And that would be awesome. Dame and Julius Randle on the same team. That would be, be so cool. Be cool. Uh, anyway, so Ben Simmons, obviously, P- Portland or or not, we expect him to get traded. We, and, and Woj was even so confident that he went out and tweeted or whatever that it was going to happen during draft night. Like which this is, is happening like, tonight? Um, Brad Beal and Westbrook were on my list already taken care of there. I don't think Washington's going to move Brad Beal now. I think they're going to try and do whatever they can get. Whoever else is excited to to be in Washington that wants to play with Beal. Uh, Beal is one of the guys that like Damian has not said outwardly that he wants to be traded. And and I think if you're the Washington Wizards, you hold on to that guy until he tells you it's time to go. So I think he's going to, he's going to stay and have a a whole new team around him.
0: What if, what if now, are you a little pissed off that you couldn't at least get Westbrook and the Latvian Laser in Bertons to come back to L.A.? That would have been your shooter that you'd need, right?
1: Yeah, I am. I'm a, I, I am a little bit upset that we couldn't get some something else. Right. But I also understand Westbrook's salary demands. And I I think Kuzma and Harrell weren't necessarily fitting in anymore. I think that that kind of just is the bottom line. I think Kuzma would have done the same thing that he did for us in this coming season as he did in the past and I think he can do better on a different team. I honestly do. I think with less pressure, more shots, I think he'll 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 get back to 18 points a game this next year I think if he plays enough. Uh but and then the Harold thing was a catastrophe unfortunately. Like it just never worked and and it, maybe that was Vogel's mistake. Uh maybe that was, you know, the GM's mistake uh for for bringing him in, but we thought that was going to work. I thought it was I thought it was going to work in our second unit and it absolutely didn't. So I'm not necessarily upset the what that we had to give those two guys up, but it would have been nice. The fucking Latvian laser—he's—he's he's on an eighty million dollar deal. It's like, well, shit, that's another big contract. We okay, but at least
0: like try to get Ish Smith or somebody. Like, send me somebody else too. Like, just give me one more, one more. Yeah,
1: we're, we're gonna let Ish Smith come to us uh, when he's a free agent, and we'll pick him up off waivers because we need to fill our last roster spot. And he's gonna take five um, thousand dollars. The the other ones we, we already mentioned uh, briefly. It's it's Wiggins and or Wiseman. Those are my big decision guys, and, and it ends with Wiggins and Wiseman because I do think including with the Warriors' new two draft picks that they have, uh, there's a package there. They, I think they, if if Brad Beal is going to go somewhere, potentially the Warriors have something that they can offer Washington. I don't, again, I don't think Brad Beal is going to leave. Uh, I think he's going to stay. Maybe he leaves like in February, or you know, if it's not working and he's not happy again, uh-huh. and they're not making the playoffs, maybe he goes. All right, let's pull this fucking flag out. I'm 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 out of here. Uh, but I do think Wiggins and or Wiseman and one of these draft picks could be a pretty nice you know package for somebody to to give up a, a decent piece. Uh, but those are my decision makers right
0: there. I, I think you need to give Wiseman one more seat. I mean, we got to see, give this guy a little bit of time, dude. Again, he hasn't played a lot of basketball at all. But he hasn't played a lot at all. And he's, there's a reason why he was picked so high. Like, the guy's got a, a good ceiling. And, uh, but with Clay coming back, like, how much do you need Wiggins, right? Like, how small are we going to go? So, but see, okay, if it was Wiggins and Wiseman to Philly for Ben Simmons, would that, would that work? Would that make them any better?
1: Unfortunately, I think the trade that's staring them in the face is like Wiggins and Draymond. I think that's I think that's a package that would be really intriguing. Like so for for uh, Pascal Siakam, right? Um, I, I don't necessarily think Pascal would demand having both Wiggins and Draymond in there, but I do think if the Warriors want to get a little bit better, I think the guy that might have to go. At this point is draymond if you're bringing especially if you're bringing in ben simmons Uh right that's the big problem is it's like oh now you got two Draymonds out there neither of them look at the rim if they're less than eight feet from the hoop and in simmons barely does that inside of eight feet so i just i think i think ben simmons would play great with steph curry and clay thompson Fuck yeah right i think that would be awesome right uh but i just don't think it makes sense if they're if draymond is also
0: still going to be on the roster well, Draymond said something like, did you see what he said on social about how he does? He's upset that they don't post him enough on social. That
1: the, the Warriors don't, oh, because they're all Warriors repost Clay every time he does anything.
0: Well, Clay's the, and,
1: like the greatest person in the NBA to follow. And then Steph's the poster boy. And that's, a, that's the thing, though, is Draymond, I think, needs to understand the entertainment value of Clay Thompson is right. at an all time high. It's, it, everything he does is somewhat funny. It and, is. I, and, it, and it's not, I don't think it's intentional. I think he's just kind of a funny dude. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Draymond is not nearly as intriguing oh. as unfortunately for him. It's Clay Thompson is like the, I don't know, like the, the most mysterious NBA player. Like remember that the man, no, who Kawhi that... is the most mysterious man in the NBA. Uh, we, yeah,
0: that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I don't, I wasn't considering this as an episode. I wasn't considering this a, a two Oh one. So I don't have a final thought. I just wanted to talk about the Westbrook trade. So do we, do we count this as a podcast, Drew? I think we
1: do. I think this is a, this is 201 draft, quick hitter, Westbrook. <laughs> we did It's weird because we did an Eastbrook episode last season. We did but one of the, one of the titles of our, of our podcast was Eastbrook. And then that immediately he's like, I don't like the East coast.
0: Street hey, Laker nation, Conference. Laker nation. Let us know how you feel about, about Westworld coming, coming out to, to Hollywood. We'll see how this is going to work out. Uh, we'll be back soon. Yeah, Drew?
1: yeah i think next week we'll have a uh, we'll have something uh, we got free agencies starting august 2nd um and i expect there to be a shit ton of moves just like every offseason uh so we'll be seeing that and then and then summer league right around the corner
0: we'll be back soon guys it's a follow-through eclipse and drew we're ghost shooter you know what it is you know, what it is. You know where you-